Welcome to season one of Why Play Anywhere Else, a Sticks baseball podcast powered by JKR Baseball. We're the podcast by the players, for the players. My name is Jay Shrigling, and I'll be your host. With that being said, Arkansas Sticks president, Coach Chase Brewster, is always on the lookout to enhance the opportunities for all of his players across the country and enhance his program in general. We believe this podcast is another aspect to that goal. Be ready for some in-depth conversation and some genuine content here on the Why Play Anywhere Else podcast. Let's dig into today's episode after a word from our sponsor. sponsor is JKR Baseball. After starting as the JKR podcast less than two years ago, 2023 would be a year of expansion. That expansion not only includes this podcast, but the potential for an entire baseball podcast network. Other features and services include event management, collegiate baseball player branding, NIL advisement, and a new blog starting this spring. With with this expansion, we are now on the lookout for future young talent with similar mindsets. Are you a college or even a high school student that wants to work in baseball? JKR Baseball might be the place for you to get your foot in the door. If this sounds like something you may be interested in, contact me, Jay Shrigling, at 260-585-4388. But with that being said, let's dig into today's episode. And welcome back to Why Play Anywhere Else, the Sticks baseball podcast powered by JKR Baseball. We're the podcast for the players, by the players. Special guests today include 2024 Arkansas Little Rock commit Jackson Privet, 2025 utility player Colton Cadero, and 2025 catcher Cade Palmer. With that being said, you know, pumped to have all three of you guys here on the podcast. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Good. Thank you for having us. Good. Appreciate it. Awesome, guys. You know, so before we dig into your guys' baseball careers, let's go ahead and ask the same question I'd like to ask everybody to get it started, and that is, you know, for those who don't know you, how would you guys introduce yourselves? You know, who exactly is Jackson Privet? Who exactly is Colton Cadero? Who exactly is Cade Palmer? Let's go ahead to for these first couple of questions. Let's stick with that order from Jackson to Colton to Cade. Just kind of take us through that first question. Uh, I'm Jackson Privet. Uh Grew up a uh, small town, Pocahontas, playing baseball ever since we were little. So, uh, I'm Colton Cordero. Uh, I grew up in the city of Denton, Texas, and I recently moved to Southern California. I'm a 2025. I'm a utility player. Um, my name is Cade Palmer. I'm a 2025 catcher. I grew up in a pretty small town, Russellville, but I just love playing baseball and I play it every day because that's what I love to do. All right. So with this being, you know, the Arkansas Sticks podcast for all three of you guys, let's stick with that same order. Kind of take us through, you know, how all three of you guys kind of got connected with, with the Arkansas Sticks program. Yeah. Uh, one of my buddies played for him and, uh, we got in contact with Coach Brewster through them. So that's kind of how we met up with him. Um, I recently moved on from my summer team I've been with for a little bit. And 
I was reaching out to coaches I've built relationships with over the past couple of years and some players I know are playing certain places. And ultimately, I got in contact with Chase, and it's been there. And that's all I got. Uh, so I think when I was like 13, uh, there were some guys in my town that played for Sticks, and one of the guys who was like involved with it knew that they needed a player for the team. So they, you know, called me, and I went up to the building in Texarkana, and you know, so they could watch me play. And I've kind of just been with them ever since. Okay, so kind of for all three of you guys, you mentioned Coach Brewster. You know, kind of take us through, you know, what that relationship is. You know, with Coach Brewster, you know, Coach Slade, whoever the coach is, who it, whoever that coach is within that Arkansas Sticks coaching staff, kind of take us through. You know, what that relationship kind of lo- the relationships kind of look like with all these different coaches on the Arkansas Sticks. Yeah, uh, I've known Coach Brewster for several years, and he's always been. If you need him, he's there. And Coach Slayton, we played with him last summer and all around great guy. Uh, like I said, I recently just got in contact with Coach Brewster over this offseason after this summer, um, looking for a new team. And talking with him, yeah, he's always, I mean, he's super quick uh, with his, what is it? He's super quick responding. He's just good communicating. He's been transparent about the whole entire um deal of finding a new team and I felt comfortable just going with that yeah so for Colton you said you just recently moved to California what did that kind of look like you know going from you know kind of in Texas close to the Arkansas Sticks program to now you're in California and now you're going back to kind of a program that's back in your you know old hometown what does that kind of look like and are you expecting any difficulties this upcoming summer you know being in California when your team's based out of Arkansas so my situation is a little bit different. My mom's still in Texas and my dad's out here. So getting out there is not really an issue. Um, I still have all my contacts from out there. And my parents do a good job at, yeah, working it out, getting me wherever I need to be. So that's not really a concern I have necessarily. Okay. So with all of you guys, you know, playing for different travel baseball teams in the past, you know, what, how would you kind of compare, you know, your previous travel baseball teams to kind of, you know, what's your experience with the Arkansas sticks and then Colton, you know, with you being a, you know, a new Arkansas stick, kind of what you're expecting, what you've heard, how that kind of, you know, maybe compares to what you've seen in the past as well. Um, And since, um, since, um, Cade, maybe something happened with his Wi-Fi or something, we'll just go ahead and go with you two here for a little bit um, and see if Cade can hop back on. Um, so we'll just go from Colton um, to Jackson here for a little bit. Right. Uh, oh, my bad. All good. Uh, it's always uh, – it's just like a brotherhood. Once you're found, you may have a couple new guys every year, but most time it's uh, pretty much the same group of guys that you've been playing with, and everybody's fighting for the same thing. And that's to get to the next level. So, right. I'll touch on that right there. That's one thing uh, being new is I've been a lot of places where we got new guys, not necessarily every week, but it seems like it every couple of weeks it may be um, coming in to play with us. Uh, and with this sticks team, yeah, that's one thing I'm looking forward to. It's a big part of it is these guys are coming back. And I think there's got to be a reason for that. So, I'm excited. All right. So for both you guys, you know, being at where you're at now, you know, 
Um, Jackson, you're heading to your final year of travel baseball. Colton, you're heading to your second last year of travel baseball. Um, just take us through, you know, maybe some of those favorite memories you guys have had so far, you know, whether that's, you know, playing, doing something spectacular in the field, maybe hanging out with some teammates, you know, just what are a couple of those, just maybe two to three memories that come to mind when you think of, you know, your travel baseball career here so far. Oh, uh, one of my best years was probably in when we were 12, we, uh, I was playing for the local team, the Arkansas Storm, and I hit 33 home runs in one year, and we were, we were electric. We beat everybody that we played, and it's just fun, and definitely hanging out with the guys, whether it's in the hotel lobby or going out to the Top Golf after the game. Just being around them is pretty fun. Yeah, so I have that my 13 year, or yeah, my 13 year year. Um, or no, I think it was 12. Yeah, we went up to Cooperstown. Um, that was a special experience. I think everybody should definitely get a chance to do that. Um, I had a great time up there. Obviously, just hanging out with the guys. And then I tied the home run record at the time. I'm not sure if it's still there or not, but I had 18 home runs that week. So, that's exciting. That's something I'll remember forever. Um, I definitely go with that. And as growing up, it's just, yeah, hanging out with the guys in the hotel, you know, you're away from town, you're away from your uh, friends that you're hanging out with on a day-to-day basis. Um, so spending time with your teammates, getting close with them. I think that helps a lot in that summer process. Okay. All right. So, okay. I saw that you're back on here. You missed three questions. We'll just go back to back to back here. Um, so first off, Kind of take us through your relationship with, you know, with Coach Brewster, maybe some other guys in the Arkansas Sticks coaching staff. And then after that, you know, how maybe the comparison between the Arkansas Sticks is to maybe some of the other travel baseball teams you have played with in the past. And then after that, question number three would be just, you know, some of your favorite travel baseball memories that come to mind. Like I said, we'll just go back to back to back here with you real quick, Cade. Okay, for sure. Um, I first of all, my relationship with Coach Brewster is really good, and I think everyone who gets to play for him or play in this organization would agree. But he's just an amazing communicator, and he's always checking in on you. And you know, he always wants to know how things are going, how your season's going. You know, what do you want to do in the recruiting process? So that's really just fortunate to have him. And then, like some other coaches in the Sticks uh, organization. I'm fortunate enough to live in the same town as Coach Abreu, who's one of, like, the main assistants for Coach Brewster's team in the summer. Um, so I've just got to build a relationship with him over the years and train with him all the time. That's very fortunate. And then as far as some of my favorite travel memories, you know, uh, I think it was, like, 14 new year. We won a Super NIT, and we got to go down to, like, the Space Coast Complex in Disney World. And that was really cool, just an awesome experience. And then Last year, the WWA was sticks was just an amazing experience as well. All right, so you mentioned the recruiting process there a little bit. Let's for all three of you guys. So Jackson, you are committed already. Colton, Cade, I'm sure you guys are probably going through that recruiting process a little bit right now. So let's go ahead. Let's go from Jackson to Colton to Cade here. Jackson, kind of take us through your recruiting process just in terms of, you know, how it got started. Maybe some key things that you were looking for when you were kind of deciding between different schools and, you know, when you kind of realize, okay, you know, Arkansas Little Rock's the place for me. And then for Colton and Cade, kind of take us through, you know, where your mindset is right now when it comes to, you know, potentially playing collegiate baseball here in the future. Um, like I said, just go from Jackson to Col- Colton to Cade here. Yes, sir. It all happened 
uh, before last summer, last year, we were going to some camps and uh, being a P, uh, being a PO 90 is a big number. And I hit down at the sticks, uh, get together preseason thing down at Little Rock last year. I ended up throwing up big 90 and the day after they ended up offering me, but coach Brewster got me in contact with them earlier in the school year. So it's pretty cool. We're going down. We went down yesterday and watched them win and talked to the team yesterday. So it's pretty cool. Uh, for me, yeah, I'm a sophomore, so I'm still early in it right now, but I had Pelmy John done the, what was it? It was eighth grade summer. Yeah. So going into ninth grade, I think that's when the recruiting really uh, is allowed to open up a little bit is going into ninth grade. So I missed that first summer and this first summer back this past year. Um, I opened up some eyes. Obviously I've been uh, highly rated for a little bit now since these rankings started coming out, um, being able to play in a lot of these big events. So my name's been out there, but I missed that first summer. Um, and this second summer, I did well. I got my calls. I got a handful of them. I got plenty that I was interested in. And um, it's really tempting at this young age to just, like, pull a, dis uh, pull a string, make a decision. Um, so one thing, uh, maturing a little bit through this process, is just waiting. September 1st next year, um, is whenever they're allowed to reach out to you and whatnot. And that's something I'm looking forward to is um, just seeing seeing what options are out there. You know, we still got a long time. A lot of things are going to change. So that's kind of where I'm at right now as far as the recruiting process goes. It's just taking it slow. So for sure. For me, um, I feel like I relate to that a lot. And I kind of got to the page, the recruiting page, a little late. So, but I've been fortunate to play with some really good arms last summer. and I love catching them and I get to help, you know, work them in front of huge coaches. And then for me personally, I just want to keep getting stronger and bigger in the weight room and continue developing my skill set and the mental game and, you know, keep mulling over these offers and just, you get to, you know, wait it out and play smart. And then as that develops later in life, you know, we can see where we're going. Okay. All right, so let's go ahead. Let's transition a little bit to high school baseball here. So with you guys, two of you guys being sophomores, one of you guys being juniors, um, kind of take us through, you know, what these past couple seasons have been like for high school ball, you know, what the outlook is, you know, head into this year. I'm sure you guys are all, you know, have played a couple games here so far in your guys' season. Uh, just kind of take it, like I said, take us through maybe, you know, what the past couple seasons have looked like and, you know, what this, what this upcoming spring 2023 is kind of looking like as well. Uh, yes, sir. We're we're a young team. We have been uh, my freshman year. I started with eight seniors and the last year they all graduated. So been having to step up and take the uh, leader role and uh, we're young. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to make errors, but we just got to have to fight back and play it out, see where it goes. Hopefully end up in state. So. And then this summer, I am going to pitch with Coach Brewster on his national team. So that'll be fun. Always being around him will be a great time. 
for me, like I touched on, I had just moved out here um, January 1st to Southern California where I'm going to Norco High School. And um, it's tough. Uh, you know, you build those relationships with the coaches and the, all the players back at another school and you come out here and season's starting to kick off. You don't really have time to settle in. So I'm getting – the transition was well. Uh, we got a lot of seniors. I think we've got 18 or 19 seniors out of like a 28-man roster or something like that. Um, so they're old. I've got a couple of really good players on the team that are helping me out. I'm spending a lot of time with them and just really taking in what they have to say. It's a bit of a different game out here, so there's always learning opportunities. Um, and that's something I've been grateful for is to learn a lot from a lot of different peoples and or a lot of different people in a lot of different places. Um, and last year, I had that surgery the week before school started. I held it off to have it at the end of the summer. Um, so I got cleared halfway through my freshman year. And um, I got in there and uh, played my, like, eight JV games or ten JV games. I don't know however much it is. And then uh, I got called up, and I was just, I didn't really play a role there. I was just, like I said, taking it in as a freshman. I was at a big school in Texas. Um, and so, yeah, I'm appreciative for my high school experience so far, taking all the advice I can get from everybody. Um, so for me, we graduated also, like, I think eight seniors, eight starters last year. So we're a really young team. Um, but at the start of this year, we've got to play some really good competition. So I'm really enjoying that. And we have lots of growing to do, but it's really fortunate. And I think, you know, being so young, we can take this time and get better and then grow for the future and hopefully have some pretty successful years ahead of us. Okay. All right. So Colton, I got one individual question here for you. So with you, be just kind of seeing what it was like last year in Texas, now going to California. You know, those are two of the top tier states when it comes to just high school baseball here in the United States. For your From your eyes, kind of seeing the competition of both, you know, being on the outside last year and just seeing, you know, what it looks like from the dugout to where you're at now, you know, being at that new school in California. What's tougher, Texas, California baseball? You know, how do those kind of compare? And is there a little bit of difference there? There's definitely a difference there. Um, I have a senior brother who's still playing in Texas. Um, the school's Prosper High School. Um, they're in a really good district out there. I'd say probably the best high school baseball you can get um, out of public schools for sure. Um, and coming out here, so we play all the top competition out there. We played every like all the toughest schools in Texas. So I got a good uh, good idea on what it's like out there, but. Being out here, I want to say, like, my third week here, being on the team, we played in the, uh, what was it, the PBR Invitational at, where was it? It was somewhere down here. And all the best schools were out here, Aquinas, Gar, um, Orange Lutheran. Everybody was there. So I got to see a good hand of the Southern California baseball also. And it's right there. It's just a whole different side of a game. Um Guys are throwing harder down there, but people are putting the ball in play out here, if that makes sense. Yeah. All right, guys. So let's go ahead. Let's flip this order around. Let's kind of go ahead and dig into you guys' on-the-field play. Let's go ahead and start with Cade. Go to Jackson, then end it off with Colton. So on-the-field play. So Jackson – well, so for Cade and Colton, I believe you guys are, are position players. So dig into your hitting approach here. Jackson, I believe you're a PO, correct? So just kind of dig through your pitching repertoire here as well. Um, so, like I said, just go ahead with Cade, two Jackson, two Colton here. 
Okay, so for me being a catcher, I feel like I have a pretty good knowledge of what pitchers are looking to go to early. You know, obviously, the more pitchers can get ahead, the more comfortable they're going to be. So I just try and take that. And then I always go up looking to do damage early as much as possible. Because I feel like the when I'm, you know, making good swings early and counts, that's when I'm at my best, not getting beat late. So I just try and do that and stay really middle to middle, not trying to do too much, but just hit balls hard early in the count. Yeah, from the pitching side of it, uh, like you said, getting ahead early, staying ahead, it's always good to have one up on them. Yeah, you can throw better pitches. You can throw them where you need them. It's, uh, it's a lot easier when you're ahead. And I throw a fastball slider and a changeup and – Got a swing and miss slider and a change up. It's hard for a lefty to hit. And fastball, if, if you're not ready, it'll run right past you. So Hitting, I'm going in there looking to hit early in the count. Like everybody says, everybody wants to get ahead there. Um, and whenever I'm ahead in the count, I like pick out a pitch that I want specifically. And if it's there, I don't plan on missing that pitch. Um, and whenever I get even or uh, behind in the count, I, I got a pretty good nose stride swing. That's something I've worked on a lot is my nose stride. So when I'm even or behind in the count, I'm going to my nose stride, and I'm really focusing on getting the job done for that at bat and taking away a strikeout. I think striking out's the obviously least important thing you can do in the game right there. So limit your strikeouts and get the job done, the, like what you're planning to do in that at bat. Okay. All right. So dig it on the mechanics side of things here. Kind of take us through, you know, again, you know, Jackson with you being a pitcher, Cade and Colton, you guys being hitters, take us through, you know, what that hitting, what that hitting mechanics kind of look like from your load up to your follow through. And then for Jackson kind of take us through, you know, what your windup looks like, you know, maybe whether or not that's from the windup from the stretch kind of take us through those mechanics as well. For sure. So for me, you know, everything starts with timing. I want to make sure as my bat's coming up, I have a pitcher. You know, I'm focused on him. I feel like my timing's comfortable. And then as far as when I'm in the box, I just try and focus on getting my front foot down as early as possible. And then I have a lot of faith in my hands just on work in the past. So I just try and trust my hands and know that, you know, if that front foot's down and I'm still loaded back, I can handle wherever he goes with my hands. Uh, in the windup, I've got more of a uh, quarter stance, kind of cock out on the mound and uh, try to move my head the least amount as possible. The straighter your head strays, the less you got to adjust for getting offline or something else. And out of the stretch, I got a short step and then I'm set and then I'm ready to go. Big leg kick and we're rocking fire. Um, something I've been working on a lot is getting my lower half caught up with my uh, upper body as far as hitting goes. And so when I step in there, I'm feeling my back leg and I'm getting the hinge in that hip where I'm going to be getting my lower half strength from. And I get that hinge and I get my foot down. I'm, I have a taller stance now. Um, and my weight's just, like I said, in my back leg. And time is important. And I think I trust my hands plenty. So that's something I've been able to work on is that lower half. And um, I trust my path, you know, just got to trust the hands.
All right. So, you know, with Cade and Jackson, both you guys being with, with both you guys being a part of a battery, Jackson pitcher, Cade catcher, kind of take us through here, you know, what that relationship is like, you know, with for Cade for your pitchers that you have, Jackson for the different catchers that you have. How do you kind of go about, you know, building those relationships? How do you maintain those relationships and how do you just build trust? within your battery mate in any given day. And I'm sure with you guys playing for the Arkansas sticks or, you know, going playing for uh, high school, whatever, I'm sure you're not having the same catcher all the time. So, you know, how, just like I said, how do you kind of build that relationship and how do you maintain that relationship and the trust just being a part of that battery? For sure. So I feel like, you know, your relationship with your pitcher is almost the most important thing you have as a catcher in your game. And I feel like, I make it, you know, my job. I want to make sure I know what pitch the my pitcher is most comfortable with in each count because I know that a pitcher doesn't want to sit up there and shake you off for an entire at-bat. So I love if I can already know exactly what he wants to go to just to keep him as comfortable as possible. And especially in the summer, these, you know, pitchers are getting looked at and these scouts are watching everything that they do. I just want to make it as comfortable as possible for them. And I want them to have faith in me, like, they need to bury an off speed. I'll be right there for them. Just have total trust in me that I'll have their back. Yeah, just like you said, you got to be able to trust them. Late in the count, you're trying to get a strike three, swing and miss in the dirt. You got to trust that he's going to block it up and make the throw to first. But uh, in high school, I've had my same catcher. He's my cousin ever since ninth grade. And you can't – I won't throw it to anybody else on the team. So. All right. All right, guys, so let's go ahead. I got a couple more baseball questions here, then we'll dig into my rapid fire. Let's flip around this order one more time. Let's go from Colton to Jackson to Cade here. So looking at this 2023 season's entirety, from your spring ball season to your summer ball season, kind of take us through what some of those goals are looking like. That could be personal. That could be team-oriented goals as well. Just take us through that, that goal and that mindset, you know, as you continue on here with 2023. So I'll start off with high. For high school, uh, I'm coming into a program where, like I said, there's a lot of seniors here. And that's our uh, coaches last year. He's been here for 40 years. Um, you know, he's getting up there. It's time. So this is a big year for us. We've got the guys. We've got a lot of big names. Um, and so we're looking to get that done, take a CIF championship, which is like the state championship out here. Um, and then as far as summer goes, I'm just looking to stay consistent. Stay consistent through the whole summer. It's a long summer. Um, and with this new team, just run deep into the tournaments, you know, make a name for ourselves. Yeah. In high school, I got our set of record. Uh, we are, last year I was at 93 strikeouts and 41 innings pitched. And reaching that 100 would be great this year. And we're going to play it out, see where we can make it in the state and ride it and in summer we're going to get back with the guys we're going to throw we're going to laugh have a good time and all around just get better stay healthy so for for school ball you know being a really young team i just want to keep growing with this team you know no matter how this season goes hopefully we'll still be able to make it to state but if we don't you know we can still learn from every experience we have this year so just keep going there and then in the summer just keep growing, you know, equally in my game and then be able to help out the team as much as possible, having, you know, a really fun, great summer. And then, like, a personal goal for me is just continue to work on my switch hitting. Like, that's something I've been doing 
past couple of years. So I just want to keep developing that swing from the left side. All right, guys. So I got my last baseball question here. You know, as you guys move into the next level of your guys' baseball career, set into your final years of high school ball, head to that next level. You know, what are some of those key things you guys are wanting to focus on when it comes to your development? You know, I really want to focus on just getting known to be hitterish. You know, got that hitterish in you. Um, I've been streaky at times here. Um, and that's something I'm working on is the consistency. I think, obviously, the more consistent you can be, the better. Every time these guys are getting eyes on you, uh, making something happen. You know, you can have one game where you're doing this, and then next time they see you're doing that. And, like, you're going to have bad games here and there, but just trying to limit those bad games, for sure. Definitely. Uh, staying consistent on the mound, having those strikeouts, having those one, two, three innings, and – Having those one pitch outs, ground balls, getting early, getting ahead early is definitely big. And got to stay healthy, got to stretch, got to do your plyos, uh, stay healthy. And uh, everyone's kind of already touched on it, but I agree that consistency is a really big thing. You know, you're not wanting to be like a touch and go talent, you want to be someone that. Is always having quality at bats or quality games, you know, every time you go out on the field. And then just for me personally, like I said, just want to keep developing my swing from both sides of the plate so I can be an asset there. All right, so that are my final three questions here. Call these the rapid fire here to end it off. You know, moving away from the baseball field, digging into more of the personal side of things here. So passions. Beyond that game of baseball, you know, what are some of those couple of things you guys enjoy doing when, you know, maybe trying to get your mind off of things, keep your mind away from baseball, maybe cope with some stress, whatever it happens to be. You know, what are some of those passions that you guys have? You know, I just like going out. I like spending time with my friends. You know, we – the older we get, obviously, we're driving now, so that makes things a lot easier. Um, we'll do things from, like, off-roading to being out here now. We can go to the beach. Um, there's, I mean, at the beach, you can hang out there and just have the time of your life. So I think that's um, I think that's helped me out a lot. And you say outside of baseball, but, like, honestly, baseball helps, like, get off my mind. So if it comes to it, like, I'm going to the cage at whatever time of the night it may be um, to get that stuff off my mind. But, yeah, just like hanging out with my boys. Okay. Definitely uh, being from a small town in Arkansas, we do a bunch of hunting. So whatever's in season, we're going after it. Whether we're shining spotlights at coons and trees, we're going to go sit in a deer stand for five hours and hope to shoot one or call it ducks that are miles high. So just hanging out, going to family events and all that. Yeah. Uh. I feel like it's also great, you know, to spend time with your friends away from the game, you know, no matter what we're doing, if we're golfing or bowling or just going to see a movie, something like that, just get away. And then for me, you know, my faith is something that's important to me. So I'm really involved in my church here. And then, you know, if I'm doing something competitive that isn't baseball related, basketball is a huge part of my family's life. So if I'm not doing one of those two things. I'm probably in a basketball gym somewhere. Okay. All right. So moving on to that next question here, motivations, you know, what is it just deep down internally that helps you guys, you know, get out of bed, just go get better, continuously evolve, you know, as a person, also as a ball player, just what are some of those motivations kind of looking like? My thing is just making a name for myself, you know, being something I can be ultimately proud of. Um, I don't want to look back and I don't know, having this jump to my start of my career at such a young age, 
I don't want to look back and be like, oh, if I would have worked harder and harder, um, then I could have been this, you know, there's like, there's no limit to this right now. Um, so I don't want to look back and have to regret like not working hard enough or something like whenever I'm getting lazy. That's something I think about all the time. Definitely. You, uh, like you said, making a name for yourself. You never, when you're in your thirties, you can't go back and play baseball. You're never going to get it back. So while you got it, go for it. Shoot for the stars. I think they both touched on it great. You know, whenever this game tells you you're done playing, you don't want to have anything left in the tank. So every day I feel like you want to give it everything you have. And you just want to, like, your parents, you know, give so much to you and try and give you every opportunity that you they can. So you, know, you want to do it for them and just make sure that you make them proud and give it everything you have. Okay. All right, guys. So that's my final question here on the Why Play in Rails podcast. So, you know, looking forward to, you know, one, two, three years down the road, you guys are going to get that opportunity to capitalize on your name, image, and likeness when you guys get to whatever college it happens to be. Jackson, you already know with Arkansas Little Rock. But what would be that dream NIL brand you guys would love to endorse, collaborate with, partner with, whatever it happens to be? What would be that dream brand? For me, it's just Nike. I mean, I think Nike's just got all, like, the greatest, in my opinion. I mean, it would be cool to do something different, maybe um, run off with my own thing. But, like, I think if I had to be with the brand, it would be Nike. Uh, from the baseball standpoint, it's got to be Rawlings. I've used Rawlings gloves my whole life. They've held up, and it's just kind of my go-to. Uh, I was going to say Nike, but I'll try and mix it up a little bit just to give us some diversity. But uh, for me, like something I like in my life is I'm a really big sneaker head. So I feel like, you know, being with Jordan would be really cool. Maybe get my own look collab shoe or something like that would be really crazy in the future. Okay. You know, that's the, th I mean, so obviously I get a tons of Nikes, tons of Rawlings, you know, Jordan, sometimes I get some of those, but you know, Jordan's maybe the most unique there. So thanks for, thanks for the diversity there. Um, yes, but, right. uh, but no guys, you know, that, that's the final question here on the Why play in Rawls podcast, you know, super appreciative of you guys coming on this podcast, kind of giving me, you know, 40, 45 minutes of your time. I mean, as you guys head through, you know, this spring, this summer, the rest of your guys' career, I do want to wish you the best of luck, you know, while you're playing for the sticks and beyond that as well. Um, so just thanks for coming on the show today, guys. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Thanks for having us. Thank we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Pleasure.